0: So I would really like to see this ice pick bandit caught, put in jail. I agree. I mean, for, for you drivers out there that haven't heard, Florida, Georgia area, there's a ice pick bandit. And when I say ice pick, he's a serial... Tire Flattener. That's what they're calling him. He's a serial tire flattener. And this guy, like you said earlier when you and I were talking, he's brazen. He is. He's very brazen. He, and you said it's really, they're thinking that that this dates back further and that, you know, now to Georgia and Florida, the police are talking, there's over thirty t- over 30 truckers that this ice pick bandit has, um, you know, damaged, damaged, made victim. Mm -hmm. And, um, if you're a truck driver and you, what is it? It's Southern Georgia, Northern Florida, I-75 area. If you pull off on a ramp or you pull off on a road or a, a dirt parking lot, somewhere to sleep, this guy is looking to ruin your day. Amazing, Ruthann. We they have him on surveillance. All right, skinny little white guy. All right, kind of beady-eyed looking guy too. You know what I mean? What's funny is he's wearing he's wearing gloves, so he, he you could tell he must be afraid that he's gonna you know leave a fingerprint or something.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, doesn't he have a hat? Uh, does he have a hat on too?
0: Yeah, he's got a hat on. It looks like, I guess because of the way the the surveillance caught him, I thought he had glasses at first. So he doesn't have glasses, but like I said, he's a little skinny dude. Um, I mean, honestly, arms like toothpicks, just about. But he is walking around, and they caught him on surveillance, and it's right, I guess, at the truck, the latest truck, that you know had the the flattened tires.
1: Um, yeah, I mean he he's definitely brazen. He's 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 doing this to mainly trucks with a trailer that makes noises, or if the truck's idling. So reefers, or if your truck is idling, those are some of the things that he sees as being potential victims then because they're not going to hear him sneaking around his, the, the, their truck. Or um, the one guy said that they did damage to his trailer where he took a hammer to the lock. So I, just, I think it's crazy that he's still out there.
0: You had asked me earlier, wouldn't a truck driver hear that and and no you really don't when you're inside that truck and it's on idle and i i would almost have to think this guy is maybe was a driver at one time because he knows that's pretty brazen that you know you're going to flatten some of these guys he did all 18 wheels and you would almost think a truck driver would kind of feel himself sinking, but you know what? I would be willing to bet what he does is he, he, he cases, he watches, and then he probably waits after you've bedded down. Okay, you've driven out 10, 11 hours. You're tired. You're, you're off of I-75. You're sleeping. This guy probably waits, I would imagine, probably an hour or two till he knows you're in a deep sleep. And he's an idiot. I mean, what else could you call this guy? That's ruining people's livelihood.
1: One of the um, one of the victims, the one driver, stated that he believes that this this uh, this bandit, he's calling him, is definitely knowledgeable in the trucking industry because he also got his airbags in for his trailer his for his air brakes and stuff. So he did his hoses. He's done um the sidewalls of the tr- of the tires because of the way it instead of it just popping like they, he's gone through and explained why he believes that this driver has more knowledge or this band has more knowledge of being a driver now it could be a driver that you know something happened and he lost his CDL and he's just just angry at the world because of it and he just wants to take it out on on truckers because he can't be one anymore you know you don't know what he did or maybe he couldn't pass the test for his cdl and is taking it out and just being vindictive
0: so you think he might be a loser
1: oh i'm think. well he's he has to be a loser if you're going to sit there and take it er. yeah.
0: remember jim carrey used yeah. to do that mm-hmm. was it pet detective
1: mm-hmm.
0: La who's her. so i have a theory i have a theory okay so all right we're going to catch him. For real, we are going to catch the ice pick bandit, right? Mm-hmm. A couple theories. Number one, you're going to read... A couple, a couple stories is going to come out. One, you're going to hear of man beaten half to death by trucker because some trucker is going to catch him and he's going to get his ass kicked before they call the police, okay? And then when they show his mugshot, he's going to have like black eyes and all kind of swollen face. Or you're going to see that they're going to find out that this trucker, or not that this trucker, but the ice pick bandit, um, a trucker had stolen his wife, T- you know, taken his wife, and he's now hates all truckers because um, Trucker Joe, you know, romanced his wife away or something like that. I do. I think. I think so. He's like you said. He's he's wh- what you gotta have a hate for truckers unless you're like some kind of a nut. I mean, you just might be a nutbag getting off on doing this, but it sounds to me like he has a hate for truckers. And you know, and I hope it doesn't come out that you know, maybe somebody was killed by you know, like in his family, something to that effect, where he has right bodily harm or something. You know too. what I mean? And, and but still. You still can't blame every trucker. If you have a hate for a trucker, maybe somebody got into an accident with a truck driver and now you're flattening every trucker's tires, or maybe some trucker, you know, took your wife, whatever the case is, and now you're taking it out on all truckers. That's a twisted mind. And, and you know, he's got to be caught and he's got to be punished and he's got to face his crimes.
1: You know how um, firefighters, a lot of times a firefighter will be the one that's doing some of these arson cases? Yes. I wonder, you know, what would be the twist for it being um, a bandit doing the flattening of the tires of tractors? What would be the twist for that? Would it be someone that has um, the towing company or uh, tire company or something to that effect?
0: Well, you had brought that up when you first reported on this, Mm -hmm. that... You know what if somebody's trying to drum up business by flattening tires because you know roadside service let's be honest roadside service guys when they come to tow you they make a lot of money I mean there's there's absolutely no doubt so it would it would help the tow guy to create his own business but I mean it's all the way down to Lake City Florida and it was up into you know um, I, I forget was it up towards Tifton also or. The Moultrie area up in that area, maybe 50, 60 miles north of the border. But I don't think that a roadside service would would probably be the guy that's covering Georgia and Florida. So my guess is it's probably not a tow truck service. That's You know what I mean? Like that's creating their own business. We got all kind of theories here. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I like them all, though. <laughs> so, but anyways, um, drivers, just a quick warning. Okay, if you are tired and you're coming down I-75, it really right now is a very, very, very bad idea to stop in an area where you're parking alone in the dark on a ramp, a little dirt field, you know, maybe an abandoned gas station, whatever you pull in off of an exit and you see a place where, oh, this looks like an easy place to park. It might really be a disappointment the next morning. Truly. So.
1: I would um, definitely suggest that you find safer ways to park. And also, you know what? Buy one of those trail cams and keep it outside your truck. You know what I mean? Like, mount it so that you can you can video your your tires and stuff going on each side to see if there's any. You never know. You know,
0: when you were saying that earlier when I was reading up on this, I was actually thinking, all right, but you know, truckers don't want to invest a lot of money. But I was thinking, what if because some don't? Some um, of the videos have like motion detectors, right? To where mm-hmm. um, things kick on, and could he actually alert you even, not only record it, but alert you that you know there's movement? I know, mm-hmm. like people have apps on their phone. And they get an alert when there's movement in their house. If they're yeah, like away. the
1: the ring, the doorbell place, the ring, that yeah, has it
0: exactly. So I'm wondering, like you were saying, if you had, you know, if you had some mounted cams that alert you on your mirrors and on the back, and then you know, if they got little lights on them, put a little piece of black electrical tape over the light so that they don't even notice the. The camera, my son taught me that.
1: <laughs> I was going to say.
0: <laughs> okay. When he, but anyways, that's a long story. But the bottom line is, and the other thing is, I would love it if somebody, even a trucking company, if if you're in the area and you're a trucking company, you know, set up a sting. You know, you donate your truck to set up a sting you know and possibly nab this guy but somehow some way we got to get this guy yeah. honestly and get him in jail because he's he's really wreaking havoc in the trucking world in in southern Georgia and northern Florida so drivers again warning and SOS emergency stay you know drive a little further or somehow have some kind of a alert system to where You can help catch this guy. Ruthann, moving on. Moving on. Moving on. um, Let's take a break, and then we'll get right into the rest of the show. Drivers, if you're looking for a local, home, everyday driving job, apply with Carter Lumber today. They have positions for Class A and Class B local drivers. They can take experienced drivers, students, and non-CDL drivers. With over 160 locations, chances are they have a position for you. So go to carterlumber.com forward slash talk CDL and apply today. Again, that's carterlumber.com forward slash talk CDL. Thank you. Truck Parking Club is a network of instantly reservable daily and monthly truck parking locations throughout the U.S. Truck Parking Club helps connect truckers to truck parking locations throughout the U.S. via truckparkingclub.com. Our networks is made up of property owners that have locations adequate for truck parking to list on the platform. This includes trucking companies, storage companies, CDL schools, trailer leasing companies, real estate investors, truck parking operators, and more. Go to truckparkingclub.com today. Hey, drivers. Are you sick of watching the other drivers bypass the way station while you are held up going through yourself? Well, download DriveWise. Today at www.drivewise.com. That's D R I V E W Y Z E.com. And start bypassing the scales yourself. If you're a small carrier, an owner operator, or even a big fleet looking for something better, check out Drivewise today. And remember, there's no equipment, no transponders needed when you're using Drivewise. Check them out for a free download at www.drivewyze.com. If you're a driver looking for a new trucking job, check out NCI. NCI offers the following. New Kenworth T680s, competitive wages, solo, team, and students welcome, plus a full benefit package for you, your family. Check them out today at 888-311-7076. That's 888-7076. And tell them TalkCDL sent you. Okay. So we're back. Uh, You know, interesting article that you had sent me about a driver that was killed after, I think it was a female. She hit the back of a tractor trailer Mm -hmm. on um, I-16 but interesting article. It says Highway Patrol um, driver killed in I-16 crash had Netflix app playing on cell phone. Mm-hmm. Sad story, though. You know, it says a Georgia woman was killed on I-16 Wednesday when the vehicle she was driving crashed into the back of a tractor trailer. This It, it goes on to say a Georgia woman was killed that's repetitive. It's saying the same thing. It says it happened in Bryan County near mile marker 146 westbound lanes shortly after 9 a.m. According to Georgia State Patrol, the driver of the tractor trailer had dropped a cigarette on the floor, so he went and pulled. You know, he pulled over
1: to pick up his cigarette. Right. He okay. was being cautious then.
0: Right. He was doing. You know what? That's actually a good driver. You dropped a cigarette. It's like don't panic. But I'm sure not going to bend down now where I can't see the... P- Some drivers wreck doing that. So mm-hmm. this this was a guy with caution. So he pulls off the side of the road. Says the driver says he checked to make sure cars were moving over as he was reentering traffic. That's when a van crashed into the back of the tractor trailer. The driver of the van did not survive. She was identified as Tina Michelle Skinner of Fort Valley. So prayers for her family. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's, you know, we're not going to make fun of that. It, it, it says, according to the crash report, the responding trooper heard what sounded like a TV show playing from Skinner's vehicle. That's when he found the cell phone on the dashboard where the speedometer was, which appeared to have been using the Netflix app at the time of the crash. And, that, and uh, it reminds me of that story when DOT had um, pulled a guy around up in, I think it was Nebraska. I don't know if you remember, this was like a year, a couple of years ago. And the guy had like the World Cup soccer game pl- streaming on his phone, but he had it taped to his steering wheel mm-hmm. so he could watch the soccer game. This was a trucker mm-hmm. that did that. He He was literally watching a soccer game going down the road. And then of course the best part was that D O T actually caught him with that on there. And of course, I don't know what his penalty was, but I'm sure it was pretty stiff.
1: Oh, it definitely has to be.
0: But so message to the motoring public. Okay. You know, cautious driving always, but you know, this is a perfect example, Ruthann of somebody that's in a four wheeler. Okay. And, and, I know mean, I don't know what to say about somebody that streams a movie or whatever they're doing and driving. But by all means, this is the result. When you hit a tractor trailer, there really isn't much mercy.
1: No, there is no mercy. They don't bend. No, they don't. They don't they don't uh they don't go, Oops, sorry, you hit my hiney. They don't do that. They they, they don't collapse in, they crush you.
0: Right. So, um, to the motoring public again. The best thing you can do, all right, is exercise extreme caution. You know, um, I, I pay attention. Pay attention. This is what this is why truck drivers literally get annoyed with four wheelers. Ruthann, it, it is. It's so true. Like some of them, like truckers, see inside people's cars all day long. I mean, do you know when I drove, I I couldn't tell you how many times I seen a, a woman putting her lipstick on and doing her makeup.
1: I think I I can't understand that. I really can't.
0: I mean literally driving down the road doing makeup. I've seen people literally driving down the road with a cereal bowl in their hand and eating cereal. You know, just the things that they're trying to do while they're driving to try to save time and it, they end up dead. So, mm-hmm. message to the motoring public, put your crap down, pay attention and drive because again, I'll say it, a uh, tractor trailer has no mercy when you hit it.
1: No, it don't Moving on. Moving on. Hey, you know what I found? Hmm.
0: It's pretty cool, actually. I was just playing around and I found, hopefully I can find it, you know, the longest roads in America. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, and you know, it's funny. I guarantee you there's some truckers out there that probably do know because there's truckers out there that know all the shortcuts. I remember, you know, certain areas of the country, I always knew the shortcuts in the Northeast, especially because that's where I'm from, you know, but I knew a lot of shortcuts down in Texas and all over the country. But who really thinks they know the longest roads in America? And not everyone is an interstate. And that's what you would think, right? You would think that that the biggest roads would be interstates. And believe it or not, the number one longest road is not an interstate. It's just a highway. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, I find that interesting. Are, are, you, are you finding it interesting or is it kind of like boring to you?
1: No, actually, I was kind of thinking it might have been like one of those little, con- not a country road, but one of those small two-lane roads that just go like forever. You know what I mean? That's what I was thinking.
0: Actually, I don't know... And I should look it up, but I don't know that. Like, say, a road that's like a two-lane road continues in another state. I'm not sure if it actually does. I mean, it might, but I know highways do and interstates do. So, listen to this. I'm going to. I'm just going to give you the top ten longest roads in the United States of America. You ready? Mm-hmm. All right. So check it out. The number ten. It's Interstate 35. It is 1,568 miles. Now, I will tell you, I was kind of double-checking this stuff, and some sites have it a couple miles different. So if you're out there and you're going, oh, it's 1,557 miles, right? <laughs> um, it could be. I'm just saying the, the stats that I got are probably real close. Mm-hmm. So 1,568 miles, and it starts in Laredo, Texas, and ends in Duluth, Minnesota. That's number 10. Number nine is Interstate 94, 1,585 miles. And that starts in Lockwood, Montana and goes to Port Huron, Michigan. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Check this out. Interstate 95 is number three. You've been on that a million times. It's 1,908 miles. That starts in Miami and goes all the way to Halton, H-O-U-L-T, O-N, Maine, and it's right at the border of, what is that, Newfoundland or whatever, and then it goes like another 10 miles in, okay, but that's where it ends. Um, Number seven is Interstate 70, 2,153 miles, getting bigger. And that starts in, excuse me, Cove Fort, Utah, ends in Baltimore. All right, number six Also an interstate, Interstate 10, we know that's the southern one, Mm -hmm. 2,460 miles. That goes from Santa Monica, California to Jacksonville, Florida, right here. Mm -hmm. Okay, now, number five is a route. Number five is longer than all those other interstates that we just talked about. Number five is U.S. Route 12, which is two thousand four hundred and eighty three miles, and that f- goes from Aberdeen, Washington, to Detroit, Michigan. It's a four-lane highway. Hmm. Mm-hmm. See, Ruthann's going, hmm, like she really cares.
1: <laughs> no, actually, what I'm doing is, do you care? when you're saying them, I'm, I'm yeah. picturing the states, and I'm seeing, like you just said, from Washington to... Michigan. Michigan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was trying to think. Never mind. So, I was picturing it in my head, The states going across, so I'm like, okay, Washington, Wyoming, Montana. So I was going, I'm, I was like looking at the U.S. in my mind, like a little map of it, seeing Mm -hmm. where it was going. So that's what when I'm going, hmm, that's what I'm thinking of is, oh, okay. There's the States, you know, so it was just like the map of the U.S. in my mind.
0: And I'm sure that like like a lot of truckers are thinking that too. It's like, OK, and and some of them may have known this, but I guarantee you not everybody does. Listen to number four. The number fourth longest road in, in the United States is route U.S. Route 30, which is a highway. That's three thousand seventy three miles. It starts in Astoria, Oregon and goes all the way to Atlantic City, New Jersey, of course.
1: See, and that's the thing is... That's all the way across. Yeah. And I yeah. don't think many people would really think of, like when you're looking at it and you're thinking of in your mind going all the way across, you know, it's, it's, you don't think that a highway, you know what I mean? Like you said, it would be, you'd think it'd be more interstate.
0: Yeah, exactly. And and I did trace the routes and every now and then it'll join up and run alongside another road, but it it is Highway 30. Number three is Interstate 90. Okay, and and that's 3,101 miles, and that starts in Seattle and goes to Boston. So from top to
1: top, right? Except for it goes...
0: Exactly, it kind of has to curve has around. Go,
1: yeah, it has to go around the, the Great the Lakes. Bi- the
0: Big Lake, yeah. Okay, number two is... You ready for this? Mm-hmm. The two biggest ones are not interstates, they're highways. U.S. Route 6... Is 3,207 miles, and it goes from Bishop, uh, California, to Provincetown, Massachusetts. So from Cali all the way to Mass, okay, 3,207 miles. Number one highway, number one highway that is the longest. It comes in at 3,365 miles. It goes from Newport, Oregon to Boston, and that is... Highway 20 or Route 20. Hmm. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. You know, now I would say that getting on those roads will probably add a lot of hours. Um, although there are a lot of, like, there's a lot of highways where um, it's like an interstate. You know what I mean? If you get on it and you know, like, okay, there's a hundred mile stretch, I can, I can run that road. That's great. But then there's, a lot of towns that a lot of these four lane highways go through that would take you forever. So if you're looking for a scenic route, I would take one of those highways. But if you're looking to make time, miles and money, definitely you don't want to get on the highways normally.
1: Right. right.
0: But that's kind of an interesting tidbit. The two longest roads aren't, I would have assumed that the two longest roads would have been honestly interstates like 90 and 70. Is what I would have been thinking, you know, but no, it's, Twenty and six highways. So, anyways, moving on. Moving on. Moving on, Ruth Ann. So, what's going on today? Hmm. I am legitimately. What's the word? Tired. I was gonna say I could think of a lot of words. <laughs> I mean, literally, I I literally haven't gotten a whole lot of sleep. I'm actually looking forward to going to bed tonight after this podcast.
1: Um. We had a busy week.
0: Yes, and we have some interviews coming up uh, that we'll be conducting. And I am going to get Ben on the show,
1: Ruthann. Ben, the uh, blowout guy. See, yeah, the... <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Ben, Ben uh, sent us the picture in of the tire blowing out, and then he literally left us put it on the page. So. I
1: thought it was funny. Mm-hmm.
0: So, um, just a couple more things I want to talk about. Well, a bit of good news. Interesting, interesting article I read. This is real recent, too. It says longtime Massachusetts trucker wins one million dollars, which is really awesome for a trucker, right? Yeah. But listen to this here's the catch. Three days after he announced he was retiring. So so he told his boss, right? Yeah, I have the article right here. It says, after being in trucking, I'm sorry, after being in the trucking industry. Uh, More than two decades, a Massachusetts man is heading into retirement with a jackpot of $1 million won just three days after giving his notice to his boss. 65-year-old Paul Bashaw, a trucker for 20 years, started his week by informing his boss that he was... It was time for him to retire. I'm done. I'm throwing it in. I'm turning in my keys, at boss.
1: 65.
0: Yeah, 65-year-old 65 man. He's ready to, you know, I don't blame the guy. It's like, you know what? I want to retire maybe. You know, you go from full-time trucker. Now, if you're driving, think about this for a 2nd just pause for a second. You get a guy, he's he's 65. He started trucking when he was probably early 40s, you know, it's over two decades, right? So maybe 20, 21 years, whatever he was doing, right? That's 20 years of your life of full-time OTR trucking, all right, to where you are seeing a blur. You're out there. You're a robot. You're running the road. You're taking care of your family. 20 years. Guess what? I'm 65. I've got enough money. I got retirement coming. You know what? I'm just going to take... Maybe he was thinking he was just going to take a part-time trucking job. You know what I mean? i would just get something in the area, you know, to make a dollar, to keep a little busy, but I want to spend some time with my family, do some traveling, blah, 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 right? Well, guess what? Three days later, it says he went to J&J Variety Convenience Store in West Boylston and purchased, are you ready? A scratch-off. It wasn't even really, <laughs> ex- exactly, man. See, I'll never win the lottery because I don't play it. But this guy, he goes and he, three days, he he literally buys a scratch off. And guess what? Scratches it off? One million bucks. Wow. Exactly. According to Massachusetts lottery officials, the golden ticket was part of the Massachusetts state lottery. Um, $5 million, 100 times cash word, instant Ticket game looks like they were giving away a hundred tickets at five million dollars. Um, I could be wrong if I read that wrong. It says odds of winning the one million dollars was one in one point zero zero eight million. He said I told my wife uh, there were three things in life that I that I'll I, I'll never thought I would see happen. He said number one the Patriots winning the Super Bowl. No. <laughs> He said, number two, getting a hole in one that happened five years ago. He he hit a hole in one. Wow. And it said, and hitting the lottery. And now I've hit all three, Brashaw said in a news release. So this guy must have, when he first got married, it was before Brady, before Brady was the, the, the quarterback for the Patriots, because there was a time where they were pretty jinxed. Okay, and and they never thought they were going to win. And then Tom Brady came along, and obviously they won, like, I think six Super Bowls up there. Um, It says the former trucker claimed his winnings in the form of a one-time $650,000 cash payout on Friday and finished his last two weeks at work without telling anyone his good fortune. Bradshaw says... He is excited to use some of the winnings to travel during retirement. West Boylson is located 37 miles from Boston. Isn't that awesome for that truck driver?
1: Good for him. That's nice that he, you know, know, he got to see the things he never thought he'd see. And then now he's retiring and he's getting to see the world through a different set of eyes because he's going to be able to travel and enjoy it out of the driver's seat earning the income. Yeah, we're doing it for fun.
0: I better not read a story next week. It says Trucker wins lottery now is broke because he bought 650,000 more lottery tickets to hope to win.
1: Yeah, that's true. People do do that strange stuff.
0: People do that, man. They win. I had a friend that won $28,000 in the big four lottery in Pennsylvania when I was a kid. Literally, he was broke within like six weeks and he didn't pay the tax. It was that was back in the day when you had to do it on your own. And uh, But he ended up getting straightened out. So hopefully this guy, like you said, he's going to use the money to go traveling, enjoy it with your wife. Talk CDL salutes you, and we hope that you have a great retirement, truck driver.
1: Congratulations.
0: Congrats. So what do you got for us today, Ruthanne?
1: Anything? I got Maine. Hey, It's so funny that you're talking about, you know, Boston and and Mass and stuff, because I got Maine. That's where we're at.
0: You got a place to stay in Maine for truckers if they want to visit Maine?
1: I've, I've got a,
0: Maine's got to have some cool things. I used to pick up there, was it Poland Springs? Um... It's a it's a natural spring that they have up there. We I used to pick up there.
1: Yeah, I, I but what I have is not necessarily... I mean, the, I didn't have a whole ton of stuff to be able to pick from. My, wherever I, the place that I get my stuff from, this atlas place doesn't really have a whole like there's 112 things to see I picked three
0: so what's in Maine for a trucker to stop and see if he's laid over there
1: okay so in Bidford B-I-D-D-E-F-O-R-D Maine they have what's called the Palace Diner now I know it's really I'm not trying to purposely do all food for you guys but I look out for you wanting to get some good home-cooked food. So, this place here has been in business for almost 100 years. And they have like a trolley car type of diner. It's not very big. It only has like like 15 seats or something like that that you can eat at, 15 stools to eat at the, the bar. But they say that they're um, good um, comfort food type of diner. So... Come see them.
0: That's actually nice because, you know, we talked about this before, a lot of truck drivers, you know, where you're stopping these days, all your options are is fast food or maybe something in the microwave. Mm -hmm. So you're either bringing your own food or cooking, or you're really searching for a place to find one of those good home-cooked diners. So that's really nice to know, actually.
1: Right. Well, they make um, briskets and short ribs and, um, of course, breakfast foods, so They have a ton of really good stuff. Again, it's their whole address is 18 Franklin Street, Bidford, Maine. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. B-I-D-D-E-F-O-R-D.
0: Biddeford, Maine? I don't know. Biddeford?
1: I don't know. Okay. So, anyways, go see them and get yourself a plate of some really, really good food. The next place I have on my list is called the Wild Blueberry Land. Hmm. It's in Columbia Falls, Maine, and they are a farm that does all this stuff with wild blueberries. They're, of course, only seasonal, so you want to be able to go to them when it's, you know, in the summer and, I don't know, spring, summer. They're closed in the winter. So anyways, go there. They make, of course, tons of baked goods. They have a mini-golf place that you can go and play a game of mini-golf, and if you win... At your mini golf, you can pick some fresh growing veggies that they have there also on their their farm. But it sounds like it would be something that would be really good. They're right off of roots one and one eighty seven. So
0: awesome. And you have one more?
1: One more. Which is Well, I gotta scroll past, I have to go back and forth between the screens. This one here, this is the one I was telling you about. This place called Freeport, Maine. Okay, Freeport, Freepoint, Freeport, Maine. Couldn't get that out right. They have a lot of your typical really awesome type of homes where they're more, um, I can't remember, the. Way, I can't think of what their name is, but the way the, the houses are designed. Anyways, this McDonald's wanted to come and build there. And they're like, no, we're not going to put this big Goliath of a golden arches there. You can't come and build. So what they did is they took an 1850s home and they converted it into a McDonald's on the inside.
0: Who did that?
1: McDonald's. Well, okay.
0: That's interesting. And so now you can go to this 1850s home to buy McDonald's food.
1: Yes. It's a complete what what it is they have this little tiny sign that has the golden arches on it and it says McDonald's they have a little drive through the whole thing looks on the inside like a McDonald's but not like it's weird because like their tables are not your standard uncomfortable looking tables it looks like a round dining set and the wooden chairs that you would see in your grandma's house
0: Nice. I mean, it sounds like a nice place to look at, but you got to eat McDonald's food, which I'm highly against since it's highly against my insides of my body.
1: Well, I mean, we do have nicknames for that stuff, but I just thought it was funny that it's, you know, that they took this to keep the aesthetics of the, the type of homes that are in the area of the, the, I can't think the New England style homes like just the colonial look. Thank you. I couldn't get it out. The whole the whole nice, you know, aesthetic feel of
0: Yeah, they ruined one of the homes by putting a McDonald's in it. Isn't it was
1: completely uh, yeah.
0: I uh, mean, you know what I call McDonald's food? Gut grenades, rectum rockets. I mean, it really, it goes in fast and comes out fast. I'm just not a big fan of McDonald's. I'm Mm -hmm. sorry. I mean, there's some people that love McDonald's, but anytime you could stick a hamburger in a closet and get it out five years later and it still is intact and looks like the same hamburger, something is wrong there. So I'm just saying, you know, truckers, if you want to go by there and take a picture, I wouldn't recommend eating there. Well, I
1: I, I don't know. I I just can't. I, I don't eat McDonald's, so. I can't eat it, so I'm fine with that.
0: <laughs> All righty. Um, hey, you know, I wanted to mention real quick also uh, while we're here, uh, the CVSA, they released their their Blitz schedule. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And the uh, um, just three or four things they have. The International Road Check is scheduled um, for May 14th through the 16th. So truck drivers and small companies... Usually a lot of, a lot of guys try to avoid that week, maybe take a few days off with then it says um, road check is a compliance enforcement and educational in, initiative that is described as the largest targeted enforcement program on commercial motor vehicles in the world. So the real big one is coming up in May. So put that on your calendars, May 14th through the 16th. And then on July 7th through the 13th, we have Operation Safe Driver Week. And that's a, it, says Operation Safe Driver Week is an annual one week enforcement and educational campaign targeting unsafe driving by passenger and commercial vehicle drivers. So they're really hawkeyeing you, you know, that week. And third, it says Brake Safety Week. And that's scheduled for August 25th through the 31st. During Brake Safety Week, commercial motor vehicle inspectors conduct brake system inspections primary Um, it says on on large trucks and buses throughout North America to identify brake system violations there is also an unannounced CVSA brake safety day planned that can happen at any time during 2024. So drivers, be prepared. And I, I, I brought that up because I, I also had found an article. I titled it 15 Violations. It's an interesting article. And, you know, sometimes we, we whine about DOT. We, <laughs> we, we, we whine about DOT, right? Oh, they're out to get us, blah, blah, blah. But they also do take off some bad truck drivers off the road. Mm-hmm. Um, it says a Georgia Departmental uh, Public Safety... A uh, man took to social media on Wednesday morning to call out a commercial motor vehicle driver who was taken out of service after more than a dozen violations were discovered during an inspection. Georgia DPS said in an uh, uh, October 11th uh, Facebook page uh, post, rather, sorry, uh, a recent roadside inspection turned up a large number of violations. It says. Um, the driver was. Uh, they the the officer stopped a CMV for an inspection and discovered fifteen violations, seven out of service violations, including the. Uh, it shows these five wheels that are like welded and just falling. Horrible. Um, says the driver was also placed out of service for no electronic logging device. The driver um, told Officer Ford he knew. He needed an ELD and the trailer's condition. He knew the tra- how bad the trailer was. He said, but he decided to get on the road anyway. <laughs> mm. I knew it was really bad, but you know what? I just decided to get on the road anyway, right? I'm going to be honest with you. When, when you're driving really bad equipment, and that goes with cars. Do you remember when we were kids? If you had a car that was falling apart, I can assure you on the weekend you were getting pulled over. Okay, you pull into town with a car that looks unsafe, cops are going to get you. Well, same with truckers. If you're driving down, that's why truck drivers like to have their vehicles clean. You know that, right? If you have a nice, clean, shiny truck, and most DOT officers will tell you, if I see somebody that's got a truck that's not all dirty looking and there's not a cracked windshield, there's not you know, uh, two different colored um, doors on the truck, we're, we're the, most of the time they're going to let that guy go. You know, they're letting him pass through. They're not pulling that guy over. I'm not saying they won't pull him over. I'm just saying if you're a cop or you're a DOT officer and you have a a choice between an older looking ratty truck versus a new one, who are you going to pick out? You're going to pick out the ratty truck. Why? Because you're probably going to find more violations.
1: Yeah, because it's not as upkeeped.
0: I knew it was in bad shape, but I decided to go for it. <laughs> Goofball. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh my gosh. And it says, you know, DOT really they're working hard to take unprofessional drivers off. And that is an unprofessional driver, honestly. You it know is. you're a danger. Look when you have when you have out of service violations everywhere on your rig, that means you're posing a danger to everybody's family, to other truck drivers. And and the other thing is you're making you're making other truckers look bad. That's these are the guys that make us look bad. I mean it. Mm-hmm. You know, the guy that's cutting somebody up. There's more articles. I just every it's everywhere. Driver driver shoots at another at a driver. There's another article. Driver um, cuts off guy in pickup truck. Semi truck driver is trying to run him off the road and he's throwing things out. These are the guys that are making. And this is all this in the week in, in this week in the news. These guys I just mentioned. Plus the guy with all the violations. These are the ones that we should be glad as drivers. We should be glad that these guys are taken off the road. Honestly, the guy that gets a DUI and a semi, I had a, a, a trucker the other day. I was talking to guys, right? And one guy was looking, he was telling me he's in the market for a job, right? And he told me he had a DUI a year ago. And I said to the guy, I said, was, was it wasn't in a commercial vehicle. He goes, yeah, but that shouldn't matter. I'm like, dude, you're screwed for life. Nobody's gonna hire you. You got a DUI driving a semi truck. Are you seriously thinking that way? All I'm saying is, these are the guys that make us look bad. These, that's who these guys are. These are not our brother truckers. They're really not. These are guys that make. These are guys that don't give a flying rat's ass how they make themselves look and how they make us look. This is why the public is fears truckers. This is why a lot of the public doesn't like truckers Mm -hmm. because of the guy that cuts you off, the trucker that does it, because of the truck driver that's drunk, because of the truck driver that is just doing stupid things and going down the road. That's a danger to the public. These are the guys I'm glad when I see DOT taking them off the road.
1: Mm -hmm. No, I agree. And here's the thing. They also gave you a whole year in advance on when they're going to be doing these inspections. They gave you a year warning on when you, you know, they're going to come looking at you to get you to prepare and fix anything that's wrong with your vehicle. So it's not like the DOT is doing this and doing it as a complete surprise. I mean, they're not going to sit there and say, um, let's do a blitz today. They don't do that. They're they're warning you and telling you, let's go ahead and in this state, and this state, we're going to do brake checks. We're going to check just your brakes. So all drivers make sure your brakes are all good. You know? that's, I mean, they're doing their job and, you know, some people might think they're being a pain in the butt, but you know, they're saving lives too.
0: I agree a hundred percent. Like I said, I'm, I'm just, you, you know, the other, the one last thing I would say about that is, you know, okay, it sounds like it was his truck, but if, if you guys go and get a new job and cause I've talked to drivers lately that, you know, are driving for companies that have bad equipment and this is what the CSA 2010 was all about. They, they switched it to where now the, the violations goes against the driver. Mm-hmm. So you drivers, if you're willing to drive somebody else's garbage, if you have a, uh, an owner that doesn't want to fix tires, he doesn't want to fix brakes. He doesn't want to fix air leaks. All these these violations are going to go on you now, okay? And the reason that DOT turned it around is because they know that most drivers ain't going to put up with shabby equipment. And and guess what? You, none of you guys should do that. You guys deserve better, first off. And number two, all right, it's going to hurt you. So if you got a boss that won't fix anything, leave him in the dirt and go. That's my advice. And Ruthann, that's that's the. Uh, that's all I've got for the week. That's my podcast. Wait, you got You got anything else? You got the word of the day?
1: I have the word of the day, and I also have the reminder that we're going to be at the Mid-America Truck Show. Our booth number is 66105. We already have all that set. We're looking at doing some fun things while we're there, and we hope to have lots of drivers come by and say hi to us so that we can... We can Maybe even get put you up on the on the page, Facebook page, and our Instagram. I think we have an Instagram page. Some quick
0: interviews and yeah. some shout-outs. Remember last year yeah. you did the shout-outs? We had lots of shout-outs. Yeah, we had lots of shout-outs. Yeah, we shout Guys were signing up for the shout-outs to be, you know, at least have their name or their company, you know, shouted out. So stop by the booth and sign up for a Talk CDL shout-out also. Correct, correct, so, correct. Right. So what do you got for us today, Ruthen? You got the word?
1: I do. All right.
0: Let's hear it, girl. Here we go. Sagacious.
1: Sagacious. Sagacious. One more time.
0: Sagacious.
1: Nice. All right. So, sagacious means having or showing keen mental discernment and good judgment.
0: I guess that leaves me out. <laughs>
1: She could always rely on her mentor to provide sagacious feedback. Nice. I
0: like that word, sagacious.
1: Sagacious. It threw me off. I never, ever heard of that word before. So
0: it almost reminds me of the word bodacious. (laughs) 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 We're out of here. Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord.